Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your fearless host, Bryant the Boom Corrigan, joined, as always, by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes and Brendan the Producer Pika. How are you guys doing today? Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> good episode. Yeah, we're doing good today. Uh, yeah, I, good. I'm speaking for Andrew and I, because uh-huh. I'm assuming you're having a good day, too. <laughs> yeah. Always good. It's always good when we're talking fans. That is the truth. Today, we are going to be breaking down our top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, I'm sure, Andrew, you and I probably disagree on almost every pick, but I'm yeah. excited to see what we agree on, what we disagree on, and kind of our perspectives on these players' upsides, downsides, yeah, we, and how we, we think they'll do. a little bit, but we <laughs> came up with our combined top 10, so... Right, right. Yeah, and that, maybe that's important to mention as well. Uh, yep. This is a, uh, I don't even know the right word. I was going to say conglomerate, but that's not correct. Uh, yeah. This is a, a ranking if you mash both of our rankings together. Yep. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where we end up with this. Andrew, I will let you have the honors of announcing your oh, number one. Do a number one. I'm sure right. everybody, you know, nobody saw this coming. Yep. Huge surprise. Andrew, drop our number one on our listeners. Daniel Jones. It's not <laughs> Dwayne uh, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is the number one fantasy quarterback this year. Uh, that's not true. It's obviously Pat Mahomes, Super Bowl champ. Uh, he did finish seventh last year overall, but you know we don't need to talk about that. He was injured uh, two games last season. Um, a little over four thousand passing yards, twenty six passing TDs. Um, got a couple rushing yards, touchdowns in there. There's really not much you else we need to say about pat mahomes i mean if you don't know about him you should i mean you've been living under a rock so pat mahomes is amazing talent wise he's the best in the league uh he's got a great offense best tight end in the game travis kelsey he's got the fastest wide receiver on the planet tyreek hill uh and he's got your boy sammy watkins (laughs) i don't know if i like that association yeah uh but no, you did mention, you know, no surprise. I think there's an argument to be made for either him or, uh, spoiler, our number two, Lamar yeah. Jackson, uh, for the number one overall pick. And we did uh, have a little argument about it, but... Yeah, um, but I mean, I think it's important to mention, you know, I had Pat Mahomes number one overall. Andrew, you did not. You actually had Lamar number one. I had Lamar number one. Uh, it, which, it, you know, I can't debate. I mean, yeah. truly, it, if, if his rushing and efficiency keep up, he'll do it again. I mean, that... Mm. What he did last year was incredible, and if he can do that again, he deserves to be the number one. Yep. Uh, the main thing I'm concerned with is I don't think he'll be able to do it again. Yeah. Um, I know Patrick Mahomes is a uber-talented player. Yep. Uh, something I love about him is he has pretty much the same team around him that he had last year. Uh, you know, he did get hurt last season. I'm not worried about that necessarily happening again. He's in a system that works for him. He has arguably the best receiving core in football. Uh, best overall team and once again with this weird covid situation that consistency is going to be huge so i love that he's you know more pocket passer um does he have yo absolutely yeah he does have that athleticism he he never needs to do it because he can always make these ridiculous passes right so i don't know if he'll i don't think he'll do what lamar jackson did last season uh, but i think he's the safest bet for number one overall this season yeah and if you're drafting a quarterback super early you don't want that pick to be wasted so you want to go with yeah. a consistent man if you're gonna draft high 
like a Mahomes or Jackson, I would go Mahomes just because, like you said, it is more consistent. Right. Uh, And even though we did announce it, our number two is Lamar Jackson. He was obviously the number one fantasy football quarterback uh, in fantasy football last season. He was spectacular. I mean, we don't think we've ever seen anything like it. Uh, it was like RG three on steroids. <laughs> it was it was if it was what people expected RG three to be. Oh, I feel like that's a disservice to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, um, but he was incredible. He had thirty six passing touchdowns, seven rushing touchdowns, uh, tied for the lead of quarterbacks with Josh Allen with rushing touchdowns. Um, but no, there's nothing not to like. I mean, truly, it's it's going to be a very similar team to what he had last year. Um, Great offensive line. Yeah, great offensive line. And if he can do it again, I mean, he'll be spectacular. He's a phenomenal athlete uh, because mm-hmm. he is, you know, a rushing focused quarterback that does come with injury concerns. You know, we saw Cam Newton be elite at this a couple of seasons and then eventually it catches up with you. You know, yep. we saw that with RG3. I think he can keep it going. I think for at least another season, he can be a elite quarterback and it would not be any surprise if he ends the season as a QB1 his rushing it just makes him so safe. <laughs> His rushing is insane. It is uh, truly. A little, a little fun fact down there. So he had a uh, little over twelve hundred rushing yards last season. He had more rushing yards last season than Mark Ingram, the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens. That's insane. Yeah, I mean that that is crazy. It's like you have two players in one position. So uh, Andrew, do you think he will be able to repeat what he did last season or take uh, a step forward? I mean, there's always the case where you you get a player like this where he just blows everyone out of the water and then the next season people start trying to figure him out. And I think we talked about this what last episode where you said towards the end of the season teams are starting to figure out how to defend against Lamar Jackson. Uh, I still think he's going to be elite. I still think he's going to finish number one or two. Um, I I can't imagine him getting 1,200 more rushing yards this season. I, I could see 800, 900 maybe, um, but I, I think I'm going to expect a little more passing this season. Yeah, and, and another thing we need to point out, uh, we can't have nice things in the NFL. Yeah. Um, it's very rare for a player to do what he did two times in a row. Uh, and certainly not a knock against Lamar. Um, you know, one of the things that he had going for him last season is he was so efficient. This offense just was firing in all cylinders. Things just really did go their way. They, I mean, they directed the game. Hyper-efficient. That's why Mark Andrews was so effective. That's why Mark Ingram was so effective. You know, I like you said, I think they will reduce the rushing um, not by a frightening amount, but enough yeah. to make a difference. Uh, but I do think he's going to throw more. Uh, for example, I'm super bullish on Marquise Brown this season uh, because I do think they start trying to funnel Jackson more into a, a throwing role. So yeah, very safe number two. Not you know, there's there's no argument. I won't I won't blame anybody for taking him number one overall. Yeah, we've I mean, seen his ceiling, and hopefully, touchdowns. yeah, hopefully we can see it again. Uh, number three overall. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more so Andrew than anybody else. Yes. Uh, we have Dak Prescott as our Man. combined number three quarterback. Um, oh. You know, that's solid. You know, he was the number two overall quarterback last season. Um, and the only thing that changed is his team got better. Uh, <laughs> some other oh, things did change. New head coach, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Same offensive coordinator. So there should be quite a bit of consistency. Um, yeah, Andrew, you know, you are the guy 
God. That would pay Dak Prescott two years ago. So yeah. hit, hit I mean, me with it. I've been saying it. I mean, Sell last me. year, a year ago to this day, you asked the question, what quarterback that wasn't in our top 10 will make top five that year? I predicted Dak Prescott. He he finished 12th, uh, I think, twice the two seasons prior. Uh, and he's got an amazing offense. He's got one of one of my favorite offenses in the league. Uh, Elliot's capable of catching passes. Amari Cooper, one of my favorite wide receivers in the game. Oh, I hate you so much. I know, but it's because mainly because Dak Prescott throws to him. He's amazing. Uh, they got one of the best rookie wide receivers, C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup is still there. I, I mean, it's I just don't understand why they're not paying him. Let's not, okay. I got to stay away from that. But thirty <laughs> passing TDs, almost five thousand passing yards last season. They had four thousand nine hundred, so he came second in passing yards, just behind uh, James Winston. That's um, almost two thousand more than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throws the ball a lot. Three rushing touchdowns. Uh, I mean, it's not as mobile as a lot of these quarterbacks, but he, he can get the job done if he yeah. wants to. Yeah, absolutely. But um, it's just just everything worked out for him last year. And as long as he doesn't get injured, I think everything can work out the same way. So, Yeah, no, I, I absolutely see where you're coming from. Um, you know, I think this will be a pretty balanced offense. You know, I think Zeke will continue to be who Zeke is. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's just not a whole lot to say. It should be yeah. a very similar offense. He finished second last season. I would expect him to be a little bit lower than that uh, this season. Um, you know, whether it's him, Andy Dalton, you know, I think anybody could be put in there and be pretty Are solid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't even say that. Uh, I am teasing. I do oh obviously think God. Dak Prescott's better than Andy Dalton. Um, like but Andy no, Dalton. this this will be good. You know, he he's shown year after year he's effective. You know, I, I think we've both had him in the past as our quarterback uh, because yep. he doesn't really get much respect in drafts. He's usually somebody you can pick up uh, in the very late rounds or off waivers. This season, he's getting a little bit more respect in drafts. But sure. yeah, no, I think he is easily a top five quarterback. Um, do you think he has the ceiling to be the number one overall? Yeah, I'm going to go with yeah, but that's because I might be a little biased. But he's got, to me, just as good as a, of an offense as as the, the Chiefs do. And, I mean, it's he's got the ability. I think he can do it. He's He likes to pass the ball, hence the <laughs> That's 5, good. Yeah, I know. 5,000 passing yards, a balanced offense really, really helps. And the Dallas defense isn't the greatest, so they got to be passing a lot. Yeah, no, I think that's a very safe number three overall. Bringing our number four up is Russell Wilson, who finished third in fantasy football last season. Uh, This is, I don't want to say a controversial pick. Uh, You know, I'll start with this. Russell Wilson is... I feel like pretty similar to Amari Cooper in the sense where they're kind of a fantasy football yo-yo. You know, one week they will absolutely blow you away with a stunning performance that wins the week for you. And then the next week they'll just drop a huge stinker. (laughs) You're like, where's the guy I had last week? Um, You know, I love his weapons. I love Metcalf. I love Lockett. I think that is a elite duo. I think that might be one of the best wide receiver tandems in the NFL this season. Um, You know, this team used to be known for their rush first mentality back in the Marshawn Lynch days. 
I think Pete Carroll is realizing that's not their strength anymore. And the more they do to let Wilson take charge, the better off they are. So, you know, I do really like Wilson. Um, You know, last season from week 10 on, he was the quarterback 21. That's not great. (laughs) That's not good at all. Uh, But weeks one through nine, he was incredible. He was lights out. So, you know, he's just one of those players. Um, You know, if you are the type of fantasy football owner who likes Amari Cooper, I think Russell Wilson's your guy. (laughs) I like him. You sold me. Uh, But yeah, sixth last year overall in passing yards. Third overall in passing touchdowns among quarterbacks. Like you said, his weapons are amazing. His tight ends are great, too. All two of them. I would disagree. I, I would not say they're great. They're, they, yeah, that's true. They're not you have Greg great. Olson. Who's, who would you say their number two Will, is? Will Disley and then Hollister. Yeah. I, um, but I don't know how much. It, three, well, the other two, Disley and Hollister, did pretty good last season. Is but that because of them or is no, that because of Wilson? Wilson. <laughs> it's because of Wilson, but it. I mean, it, it works. So I'm not trying to sell you on, on Disley or Hollister, but I'm saying that Russell Wilson yeah, can, he can get it done. Their options. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I am a huge fan of Russell Wilson. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. Uh, number five overall, we have a relative newcomer, Kyler uh-huh. Murray. Um, this is somebody I'm really excited about. You know, I'll, I'll lead off with him because I think yeah. I'm the one driving the Kyler Murray bus. Yes, you, you know, this is... I think this Cardinals team this season, I think they're the new hotness. You know, I really like this Cliff Kingsbury offense. You know, the first seasons they first season they implemented it, they took this team from garbage to an about average team. And this season, I think they're going to take another step forward into a elite offense. Um, you know, you have DeAndre Hopkins gets added to the equation. You have old reliable, old faithful Larry Fitzgerald. You have a solid team. Christian Kirk is still there. You know, I, I think this is a great team. Kenyon, Kenyon Drake takes this offense to a whole nother yeah. level, and their defense is not very good. That is something I love in a football team <laughs> for my fantasy quarterback is when their defense is bad because they're going to either – Yeah, tough competitive division. I'm just uh, drooling thinking about the Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray uh, oh, face-offs. Oh, man. Um, but no, weeks one through 11 last season, he was quarterback five. As a rookie, he was extraordinary on the first chunk of the season. He did trail off to a pretty huge degree. <laughs> he was not great in the second half, uh, but he has what we like as fantasy players. He's yep. super accurate. Um, a huge blind spot in this offense was in the red zone last season. They just could not get it done. Uh, adding Jander Hopkins is going to make a huge difference in the red zone. Uh, and having Kenyon Drake is making a huge difference. So if they can increase their efficiency of the red zone, Kyler Murray will get more opportunities, not only to throw touchdowns, but to rush for touchdowns. He's kind of like Russell Wilson uh, in the sense where, you know, you don't necessarily think of him having all that value rushing, but he gets it done. I mean, for example, last season, Russell Wilson, almost 350 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns. Murray had 544 rushing yards and four touchdowns. He's sneaky athletic. He's very talented. Uh, and I think he has what it takes to take this team to the next level. I'm a huge fan of Kyler Murray. And even though, you know, we have him at five, I think he has a ceiling to be, you know, number two. Yeah. Overall. Yep. I, I agree. I think if there's anyone in the top five that has the potential of being number one, I would put Kyler Murray. 
Yeah, no, and, and once again, it's yeah. the rushing. Well, I mean, rushing is so disproportionately it, helpful it, with fantasy football when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, and the addition of, of D-Hop really helps out, too. I mean, he's thrown to one of the best wide receivers in the game, so that's that's only going to help him. I mean, there's a reason we put him at number five. We have a lot of faith in him this year, so not much else to say. I like it. Number six, we have Deshaun Watson, who finished the season at fourth overall last season. Yeah. This one's this one's tricky. Uh, he did lose DeAndre Hopkins, who, like you said, is one of the most talented players in the game. Here's what gets me excited about Deshaun Watson. I think they're in a situation now where this team is not good and their only good player is Deshaun Watson. And he's going to have to put the team on his back. So I think it's sink or swim for Deshaun Watson and these Texans. If he can show, If he can show that he can do it, He's going to be extraordinary. Uh, I remember Cam Newton in the past when he just had a terrible team around him. He single-handedly <laughs> won weeks for fantasy owners and the team because he had to. You know, I I think our, our favorite hostage, Bill O'Brien, is, <laughs> you know, I think he's going to give Deshaun Watson the keys. And I think he's he going to get it done. He's he going to throw. He's going to rush. He's effective. His wide receivers are not as good, but he still has... Uh, Brandon Cooks, Kenny Stills, Will yeah. Fuller. This is a competent wide receiver core. Uh, not even mentioning David Johnson, who I think is a above average receiving running back who will yep. add value in that sense too. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson did have a great season last season. Almost 4,000 passing yards, uh, 26 passing TDs. He rushed a lot though. He got seven rushing TDs, which is the tied for second most in the league. So that it's he's going to rush. Uh, mainly because their offensive line, I guess, like you said, the entire rest of their team is not good. So he will need to carry a lot this season. But I do like the addition of Brandon Cooks. I think that's really going to help. And if Will Fuller stays healthy this season, I mean, there's no reason that Watson should be in the top 10. Right. Yeah, no, I think top 10 is reasonable. And I think he has top three upside. That's just what he brings to the table. Uh, Number seven is... You know, someone who I wouldn't say is the best quarterback in the world, um, but we don't play reality football. We play fantasy football. Nice. Number seven is Josh Allen, uh, a favorite of mine, especially yeah, heading absolutely. into last season. I yeah. was uh, tooting that horn <laughs> quite loudly. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I really dig him. This season, I, I'm finding it hard to get as excited about Josh wow. Allen. Um, you know, when I say that, I don't mean I'm not interested. But I'm not as hyped. You know, I, the biggest change is obviously he got Stefan Diggs. Uh, that was a huge factor. Uh, and I think a huge reason why you you are pretty bullish on Josh Allen this season. Um, he is a much better runner <laughs> than thrower. Nobody will ever get him confused with a, uh, Aaron Rodgers when it comes to throwing. But here's the deal. He scored nine rushing touchdowns last season. I can see a lot of that disappearing with the addition of Zach Moss. Um, you know, I think they tried to run Frank Gore so much in the red zone last season and were awful at it. It just did yeah. not work. Zach Moss, I think is a huge amount more talented uh, than Frank Gore in the red zone. And I think that'll lead to less rushing opportunities for Allen, which might be smart in the long term. you know, protect your franchise quarterback, but for fantasy football, that's where his value is. You know, nine yeah, exactly. rushing touchdowns, 510 rushing yards. That's his value. Mm-hmm. 
I, I just I think the addition of Diggs cancels that out though because that's just another receiver to throw to because who is the who is the number two last year the number two receiver for the Bills Cole Beasley my man Cole Beasley so now you add Stephon Diggs who is I hate to say it way better than my man Cole Beasley it's it, true it really it really helps a lot because I mean. It, you're not going to get as many rushing touchdowns, but I can see way more passing yards. He only had 3,000 last year. I can see well, – I'm not going to say 1,000 more. That's a lot, but Sad. I can see high 3,000s um, and <sighs> more passing TDs. I it's, just It's Diggs and John Brown as his two wide receivers. That is talent right there. Yeah, those are a great duo of wide receivers. However, Josh Allen isn't a good thrower. <laughs> He's, he's I mean, plus his heart, he's he is. Working. He's got he's a gotta, cannon. Oh, he he's been working at it. That's good. That's his, literally well, his job. I said he's got to work on. It. Oh, okay. he's got to work on it. Which obviously, <laughs> he is doing. But uh, yeah. like you said, he's got a cannon. He he. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, if if you're in a league where you get additional points for fifty plus touchdowns <laughs> for slinging it, yard, yeah. I mean, this this is still he's still going to be great. So. Yeah, no, I, I would expect similar to what he was last season. You know, he yeah. finished six, exactly. and we have him ranked seven. So I think that's that's pretty reasonable on yep. our end. Uh, number eight overall, we have Drew Brees, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, you know, I know we spoke last episode, and when we predicted results from the NFL season, I think this is going to be Drew Brees's swan song. I have the Saints going all the way to the Super Bowl, which I'm sure will be wrong. I'm sure they will have a bad call or something crazy happened to keep them out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> or they play the Vikings. Or, well, Vikings aren't going to make it this year, so we won't, we won't need to worry about that. This is their chance. Uh, but honestly, this is my favorite offense in football, you know, especially in Madden. Um, I love the Saints. You know, they have Kamara. They get it done with Thomas. They have Drew Brees. Every facet of the game, they have a playmaker uh, on offense. You know, I... Drew Brees has so many options this season. He is such a good thrower and so efficient. You know, he's going to get it done. I don't think he's yeah. anywhere close to finishing as the number one quarterback in fantasy football, but he will be such a solid option for you. You won't really need to worry about him laying a stinker on you. He's going to be a solid, he's going to be a solid player. They're going to get it done. You know, last season was rough for him. He did miss five games due to injury. Is he an injury risk? You know, he's pretty old. So I mean, uh, there is a higher chance of injury, but you know, here's the deal. He is so poised. He is so talented and he's with the team that will highlight the team's strengths. I mean, Thomas is going to go crazy again and somebody has to throw it. So yep. that's breeze for me. I have him as a safe number eight, not yep. a whole lot of ceiling, but I think there's a lot of safety there. Safe. Safe is the key word there. He definitely, like you said, not a lot of ceiling, but he's got a really high floor. I think as long as he doesn't get injured, you know what you're going to get from him. Although he did miss five games last season, he was tied for fifth last year in the most passing touchdowns among quarterbacks. That's great. He's got Michael Thomas. He's got Jared Cook. Just lethal in the red zone. So, yeah, number eight, very, very safe spot for him. And with that risk injury, you can get him pretty late. Speaking of risk injury and speaking of safe, <laughs> at number nine, we have Carson Wentz. He finished 10th last season, so we have him projected to finish a spot higher. Andrew, lay out your concerns with Carson Wentz. Well, 
there's a lot of pros. There's a lot of cons. I'm curious to hear your perspective. Yeah, I mean, obviously the biggest concern is will he stay healthy? Because that's uh, every year it's the same thing. He can be great as long as he doesn't get injured. Yada yada yada. Whatever. The thing I like about him is the new weapons that he has. Well, I should say Shut new. Shut up! Oh my and gosh. Jalen Rieger is amazing. Okay, he's a rookie, so I also shouldn't simmer say down. New. I shouldn't have said new. I he's got two tight ends that were the best receivers on their team. Zach Ertz is, is great. I, that's going to be huge this year. Uh, and Elshon Jeffrey, as long as he stays healthy, he's okay. But that's the concerns of the wide receivers. What I like is the tight ends. Well, that was a very weak sell. Um, I'm not not that high on him. I mean, I I like to avoid him, um, but he he does throw the ball a lot. He's over 4,000 passing yards and tied with Drew Brees for 27 passing TDs. I really like Carson Wentz this year. Um, You know, I think he's a really safe player. Um, I don't think he's going to have a whole lot of respect this season, and I think he could finish as a top five. Here's the deal. Health is obviously an issue, but he played his all 16 games last season. Yeah. That's huge take, for him. Take the health out of it. The biggest problem we will be facing uh, is his weapons. He has Deshaun Jackson. Will he play? Last oh, season, God. he played one game, and he was incredible. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson was on fire. Uh, then he got hurt. I mean, that, that connection Wentz and Jackson had was awesome to watch for that 10 minutes. Um you know, Alshon Jeffrey, that's a huge question mark. Uh, when it's too windy outside, that guy gets hurt. Uh, but when he plays, he is a solid option. I will say I do love Zach Ertz. And last year when Goddard played, he was fantastic. So, you know, I think Doug Peterson's a terrific coach, and I think he knows his weakness is the receivers. So, you know, I think they will utilize more two tight end sets. Um, you know, they will really utilize the pass-catching ability of Miles Sanders. Yeah, he, I really I, like Carson Wentz. Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's a, nine receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns. It's another option, right? You know, so I think Carson Wentz has a lot of upside this season. Um, you know, we have to see it first. You know, he hasn't really shown us that elite ability that everybody thinks he has. I think he can get it done this season. It would not surprise me if he ends the season as a top five option. It just comes down to: Are people going to be healthy? He's yeah. in a good division to rack up those points. <laughs> so I'm hoping he can get it done. Uh, you know, we'll see how it turns out. But I'm hey. a fan of Carson Wentz. I am feeling green this season. I really don't know what it is about Carson Wentz, but I, I always avoid him. I mean, I said the same thing last last season, a year ago when we recorded the top 10 quarterbacks. I always said, like, Carson Wentz is, is really good when you look at his stats, but just something about him, I just never... I, I just ignore him. I never draft him. I never even think about drafting him. And I don't well, know why. You just don't like me. people from North Dakota. I just, I love, they're my neighboring, I don't know. <laughs> I try to think of something there. I, I don't, Nailed it's it. not that. It's not that I hate people from North Dakota. Because he's redheaded. Yeah, there it is. That's the one. Um, <laughs> it, I, I think it, it's really the injury thing, but yeah, I, I need to, I got to remove that, that mental block being afraid of, of these people getting injured because without injury, he's, he's top 10. Like last year, played every game last season, finished 10th. That is great. And that is with nobody at receiving options. <laughs> no, that was JJ Arcego Whiteside. Yeah. He was the number one for a while. Nelson so, Aguilar. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not good, but that's no bueno. But I mean, the connection to the tight ends were, were clutch last year. And Carson Wentz, if you get him, you should be pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, in rounding out our top 10 is somebody that I disagree with. Uh, however, disagree. your rankings bring him in our top 10. I'll throw you under yeah. the bus. Yep. Matt Ryan. Matty hashtag Ice. Matty Ice. Um, he is a yardage monster. I will not dispute that with you. Yep. Last season, he had almost 4,500 passing yards, 26 passing touchdowns. He did miss two games. He's going to get his yardage. That's never been the concern. The problem is touchdowns. Uh, you know, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley should be extraordinary this season. Is Hayden Hurst as good as Austin Hooper? The jury is still out but they don't really have a pass catching running back right now. I mean, Todd Gurley, you know, yeah, I, he's not I, as pass catch. He doesn't have as good of a pass catch ability as pass catching ability as Freeman had in his heyday. Yep. Um, Gurley can absolutely get it done though. Not to take away from Gurley, but yeah, I, I'm not excited about Matt Ryan. Andrew, try to sell me on him. I mean, I'm not going to hype him up at like he's going to finish top five. But I mean, I you love him, so. He fin- I, okay, let's not go that far. <laughs> uh, he finished 11th last season. I think he could finish 10th this season. Julio is one of the best wide receivers in the game. Like you said, he's going to get a ton of passing yards and top five in passing touchdowns like last season. And if you want a consistent quarterback i think matt ryan is that guy at number 10 i mean you're gonna get him real cheap real cheap and a bad defense in a excellent division uh there should be a lot of throwing opportunities (laughs) uh for matt ryan so that's my selling point he's really got to if he throws the same amount of touchdowns as he did this year then then we're fine it's austin hooper the, the loss of Austin Hooper worries me a little bit, but you know we'll we'll see. I think that he's a like kind of like Drew Brees. He's got a very low ceiling, but a pretty pretty high floor. Drew Brees is Coca Cola. Matt Ryan is Diet Coke. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say Pepsi. <laughs> I was gonna say I like Pepsi better. Anyway, I but. gotta hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, Pepsi's better. Oh my god. Tune in for the next episode where you. Fight Coke versus I'm Pepsi. just furious with you right now. Moving on, uh, because this is a fantasy football podcast, and yeah. one of the things that feels the best is identifying value before everybody else does. So here's a good question for you. Which yep. QB outside the top 10 has the potential to finish top five this season? Oh, man. I just got to prepare myself for this. So which quarterback outside of this top 10 list that we just had can be top five Last year, I said Dak Prescott. I'm going for two years in a row of being correct. And I want you to be crazy with it. You know, it's not fun if you say you're number 11. So hit hit me with a wild one. Number 11 was Matt Ryan. So we're safe there. Uh, I was thinking I wanted to go Daniel Jones, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. I went with someone that you're not going to like. Oh, man. Tom Brady. I have to. I have to. I'm looking at the numbers. It's Tom Brady. What are your thoughts? I'm waiting for you to give me more on that. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's pretty boring because look at his weapons. That's what I believe. That's exactly that's exactly my point. This is the the only guy that I'm fully confident in that I can say could 
that I believe will finish top five. There's no other quarterback, I think, that I believe could finish top five that wasn't in our top ten list. So Tom Brady was the only one that I that I saw. So he was 12th last year, so just missed the top ten. He had over 4,000 passing yards, he, which was sixth in the league. Uh, 24 passing TDs was very low, but that's when he was in New England. He only had Julian Edelman, no one else. Obviously, this year, he's got, like you said, one of the best weapons in the league. He's got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski. Uh, and if LeSean either, McCoy. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, what was that announced yesterday? LaShawn McCoy. Uh, OJ Howard, if needed. Brait, if needed. I don't. Yeah, we don't need to talk about those last two. I don't <laughs> really see them being involved too much. But again, if needed, if like Gronk gets hurt, um, the Bucks' offensive line were actually really solid last year. They were ranked seventh overall, and uh, that was based on sacks allowed and pass protection. Uh, Bruce Arians is the head coach. He loves to throw. If Jameis Winston can finish top ten or top five last season, I think top, the goat can do it as well. Not to mention they're in the hot, one of the highest scoring divisions with the Falcons, the Saints, the Panthers. It's gonna be just he's just gonna be throwing bombs. So I have to go Tom Brady. I just yeah. I'm looking at the stats and there's no other player. Yeah, Andrew, I, I like that pick. Um it's bold while also not being bold. Yeah. Uh if I can play devil's advocate advocate yeah. for a second. Um you know, this is a whole new team. We have never seen Tom Brady not in a Patriots uniform. He's working with receivers he's never seen before in a shortened off season with no preseason. Yep. You know, I can see a world where all of a sudden Tom Brady doesn't have Bill Belichick uh, and is not the goat we all remember. I mean, do you remember when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos? He was amazing for a season. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just evaporated his arm strength. (laughs) I mean, that's when Brock Osweiler took them to the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah. I I think this is the the one season where Tom Brady's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it very well could be. Just because of Bill Belichick that Tom Brady was good. Yeah, of course. Of course. The best Um, quarterback of all time. And he could do this. Right. And if anybody could, it would be Tom Brady. Um, But those are some of the factors I could see, which would lead to him being a disappointment. Uh, The reason Jameis Winston was so successful last season is because he threw it like a crazy person. Um, Yeah, that's true as well. I could see where this becomes a lot more conservative of an offense play, you know, really using Tom Brady's football intelligence, Um, you know, and I could see them really taking this team from a, you know, the Jameis Winston-led team we saw last season just running nonstop up and down the field, both offense and defense running out back and forth all over the time, um, to being a more conservative uh, offense. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I like it, and he definitely has uh, that kind of upside. So I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, I and, don't think there's going to be as many deep balls. It's yes. going to be short, it's going to be safe, but I think that's going to lead to more touchdowns. Yeah, no, you know, I think that's a well-thought-out pick. And ironically, uh, my choice is the quarterback who replaced him. Uh, My pick is Cam Newton, or as I'm going to start calling him, Cam Neutron, uh, because of my autocorrect, and it's very funny to me. So, new offense, one-year prove-it deal. Here's my reasoning. 
right. Bill Belichick has a knack for letting his players do what they do best. You know, Bill O'Brien over there, he is one of those people who tries to put a square peg in a round hole. Bill Belichick is going to let you do what you do as long as you're good at it. Cam Newton, the thing he does best is rush for touchdowns. He is such a fantastic runner. He is older. He is coming off of a Liz Frank injury. Those are absolutely the risks. But we've seen Cam Newton beat the number one overall fantasy football quarterback before. We know he's capable of it. If you ever see him in real life or see him stand next to an average person, he looks like a a superhuman. He's huge. It's shocking. Um, He is so talented. He has a nose for the end zone. And he's been in situations before with the Panthers where there's not a great team around him. But when his coaches let him do his thing, he succeeds. Uh, this team does not have a good run game. Uh, let's be honest. Sony no, Michelle has been a no. huge disappointment. Rex James Burkhead White. gets hurt t- tying his shoes. James, James White's talented. I'll, I'll give you James White. But that's not a solid <laughs> rushing. No. Uh, that's not a potent rushing offense. And I think that's where Cam Newton will ex- I think that's where he's going to excel. They're going to get down by the red zone. Cam Newton can run that sucker in. And in fantasy football, we discussed it. The thing that separates players is rushing game. Josh Allen. I, okay, here, here's a legitimate <laughs> question for you. Okay. And I've been critical of both of these players. Yeah. Who do you think is the better thrower, Cam Newton or Josh Allen? At the moment, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Wow. Okay. Um, injuries scare mm-hmm. me for Cam Newton. Oh, last, absolutely. And that is absolutely year, a downside. First but, game of the season. Cam Newton was just not looking good. Oh, of course. I, I I get you. But here's the thing. I can easily see where Cam Newton has, you know, not, not at worst, but I can see where if he's healthy the entire season, it would not shock me if he did what Josh Allen did last season. The 3,000 yeah. passing yards, 20 passing touchdowns, nine rushing touchdowns. A crap ton of rushing. That was, that was sixth last season. That's That's not much of a stretch. Um, you know, he can do it. He still has Julian Edelman, who's a very competent player. Not much else going on outside of that. Similar to what we had to do with Deshaun Watson. I think Cam's going to need to put this team on his back. He's playing for a new contract. He is angry. He has a chip on his shoulder. And I think he's just, ooh, he's ready. And the Patriots defense, you know, they keep losing players. They keep losing people to opting out for COVID reasons. So the worse this defense gets the more Cam the Newton is going to have to do. So he can get it done. You know, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm swinging for the fences here. You know, yeah, th- this is not a safe a pick. pick. Tom Brady, that's a, that's a safe pick. Yeah. Cam Newton, it is going to be a huge win or absolute loss. But here's yeah. the thing. You don't have to pay up for him. You can no. grab him in one of the last rounds or off waivers. If he hits, he hits. That's awesome. Lamar Jackson was, you know, a last round kind of player last season. But we see what rushing does. It elevates the player. I think Cam Newton has a real shot of going back to being a top 10, potentially even a top five quarterback. We've seen it before. He's not a newbie uh, to being a star. I think he can do it. It's time to see the Superman in Foxborough. I don't know. The The thing that, that scares me, like if he's in the red zone, he can rush it in. He can jump over the line. He can, he can score a touchdown. But what worries me is getting to the red zone because he does not have a lot of offensive weapons. Edelman, sure, he's great, but he, only Tom Brady's been throwing to him. I don't know how good he's going to be with Cam Newton. Muhammad Sanu as the second wide receiver. Not really a fan of that. Nikhil Harry, 
uh, it's it's just it's I mean their tight end Matt yeah. Lacoste like what like there's no weapon okay. like at least in in Houston you can say all right Brandon Cooks could potentially be good there uh, Will Fuller could be good but so here, Andrew let me stop you right there my friend okay Cam Newton's best season his number one wide receiver was Kelvin Benjamin yes but that was when Cam <laughs> Newton was in prime. I, I know, but as far as receiving options, Cam Newton's never had good receivers. He's, yeah, he's worked with bad <laughs> receivers before, but that was when he could run a thousand yards a season and not blow out a knee. He just got but to rest for a whole off season. He is he ready to go. <laughs> he was no, I, I'm with you, Andrew. I totally get the downside, but the cost is so low. It, it won't hurt you. You're not, yeah, you don't even need to worry about drafting them because you can just pick them right up off the waivers. So, oh, yeah, that is a, a that's the kind of gamble I like. It costs nothing yeah. and can give you everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to take that risk, go for it. I'd rather play it safe, though. Especially that is why you are a baby. Uh, uh, Andrew, it? that <laughs> we'll, we'll end it right there with me calling Andrew a baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that wraps up our top 10 starts with Patrick Mahomes ends with Matt Ryan. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are busting our butts to bring you the best fantasy football analysis we can. Uh, we greatly appreciate you listening. If you would be so kind, if you could please leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. Uh, and we do have an Instagram page. Andrew has been working overtime to get that thing to his standards And we appreciate you listening. Andrew, you're the man. And we will catch up with you later next week with some more fantasy football goodness. Thank you, everybody, and have a great rest of your day.